0: This one's going to be a little bit different because I am <clears throat> talking about the 22222 portal. So if you're not into spiritual stuff, then maybe skip this one. And if you're into it, then welcome. And I hope you're also listening to Astral Chat because that's where I mainly do uh, stuff like this. I think it's easier because when you have another magic person who you're bouncing ideas off of, you can feel less self-conscious, maybe, about the messages that you're receiving. It's also sometimes hard to discern what is, for me personally, and like what is a collective message. Um, this seems to be it It seems to be like a group of people, so I'm just gonna talk about kind of the messages that I got. Here's the thing: if you don't subscribe to this and it doesn't sound like you don't resonate with it, don't try to make it fit because there's a million different perspectives and realities, and you choose the one that uh you know feels like your truth so this is just kind of the messages that I got obviously there's a big um, correlation with the number two. And so sometimes, uh, you know, my guides will show me things in all kinds of different ways. A lot of the times it's songs. Sometimes it's tarot, which is interesting to me because I'll be honest, tarot is hard for me to absorb, which is strange because I have been doing it since I was 19, so that would be, like, 16 years. So you would think that I would have, like, them locked down, but I don't. I have certain cards that are locked down, and the other ones I kind of read uh, like an oracle, and I do kind of read them like an oracle anyway. Um, That's another story. But so I find it interesting when they try to – or not try to, they send messages through tarot, so – I intended to do this yesterday, but I was really tired and overworked, and I was trying to push through it. I'm going to do it anyway, but my brain was fried from the amount of work that I've done the previous five days, and just funny because one of the things that I'm going to talk about is balancing your body, so I was trying to talk about that while actively not listening to my body which is something fun that I like to do sometimes. So it's so to me, it seems like the past couple of years have been about the self and we have been doing a lot of healing like past life trauma, uh, childhood trauma, adult trauma, <laughs> just processing through all those emotions that anything that we haven't dealt with, to get that out of our system. The reason why we're doing that is so our container has more room to hold the new vibrations. And I fucking hate that word, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, More concentrated, higher vibrations, you need a bigger container uh, to hold that. And what that just means, those higher vibrations is just like, you know, creating the world that you want to live in, living happily, you know, not being codependent, but also not being toxically individualistic, um, you know, just really having a balance of all of those things. And so it, it took a, took us a lot of personal healing to kind of get to that space. Like, what do we really want to do you know how do we really feel about literally everything um themes around that would be like work and what is someone worth and another theme of that is like lack uh, money in abundance um another theme of that is like death and dying so you know we have all these things that uh we have fear around and it takes up space in our body. So we've been clearing that out, which can, what does that feel like? Just a lot of pain, honestly, feels like you've just been processing a lot of things and crying a lot and having anxiety and all that kind of stuff for the past few years. It's just going through those emotions and it feels constant, but that's because we went, you know, depending on how old you are, decades uh, not living life that way, not living life authentically. So once we see the veil, so there's kind of a few different steps of like quote unquote waking up or whatever, you know, you initially wake up and you see the veil is lifted and you see everything for what it is, you know, that people have been trying to to you your whole life about fear based things, you know, money, capitalism, whatever it is, um, we're all one. We're not really that different, blah, 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 all these things. So then you're really excited because you're like, yes, life isn't shitty. I always knew there was something more. I always knew I was connected more and it's great. And then about, you know, depending on, it it was about six months for me and then it settles in and you have to start Then what you do is you start viewing everything from that lens from your childhood on. And sometimes if you get through that past lives and shit, and that's really painful. And so, yes, you are constantly processing, uh, but that's because you're just living life through that filter. So I'm obviously not a doctor or a psychiatrist, but I want to implore you to um know that it's okay if you're having these range of emotions if it's affecting your life in a negative way uh extremely to where you're not able to function or work or anything like that obviously seek help for that but just to know that uh it may not be like oh you're depressed now or oh you're anxious now it may just be that you're processing all of these emotions and you need to and you're just you know, eventually you'll get onto the other side of that where there is still pain, but there's not as much suffering uh, because you have a little bit more understanding of things. So, number one, know that you're not crazy. Um, number two, also know that there's no shame in getting help. I'm very vocal about the fact that I have a psychiatric nurse practitioner that I see. I also get readings. I also have friends. Like, I'm someone who's, like, all hands on deck. Whatever makes you able to function and process through this, what I am trying to convey with that is this doesn't feel like it's a forever thing, Uh, even though it's been, you know, consistently the past two to four years depending on when you started this i also want to say you may have started this process a little bit earlier than you actually thought you did because while i definitely still think that i walked in you know in 2019 if you don't know what that means uh look at some astral chat uh, episodes where i talk extensively about that um but i was preparing before them because it was I now am realizing in 2017, I I was having some experiences that I couldn't explain, mainly like the weird uh, peering into other timelines and dimensions that weren't mine, they were other people's. That's a side story. Uh, I digress. What are we here to talk about? Yes, 222 portal. So yeah, so that we've been doing all this individual inner reflection. And so I was just getting messages about where we're headed. So again, two being a very significant number, they started showing me uh, tarot cards. So I pulled out all of the twos in the tarot deck. And it seemed to me, so, you know, out of the major arcana, the high priestess, and the Justice card. This is kind of what we'll continue to see on a macro level. So, kind of in society, um, it's really going to be about balancing uh, energies. So, we'll continue to see probably systems falling or restructuring. So, it's going to be healthcare. It's going to be you know we're we're already seeing it with. Uh, kind of lifting the veil on certain things like Wall Street, um, you know, when that GameStop thing happened. Uh, Now we're kind of, I watched a TikTok the other day about um, allegedly Zillow. He didn't say Zillow, but, you know, he obviously was alluding to that website about the housing market and how they have actually, uh, I'm, made the housing crisis, like they've created it. And so that's really fucking interesting. And so things like that, we'll continue to see things like that where uh, people have been taken advantage of. uh, We'll see the balances of power start to shift. Um, And it feels dramatic at first uh, because it is a pendulum swing, but it will come to or feels like it will come to a medium. How long is this going to take? I don't know, it feels like at least, I don't know, I want to say seven years of some sort. That feels like a long time, but it's going to be, uh, you know, it's it's going to take a while to get there. Now, pe- it's these are just words. What does that look like? It could just look like, to the average person, the evolution of where we go in society. Um, but that is happening because of the awakening, I believe that is happening uh, inside of us. So collectively we'll see uh, more of the uh, corrupt systems being exposed and but it'll take a little while for um, the solution to those to come to fruition. So it, it's, Interesting, because it feels like on a collective level, it's going to feel chaotic still a little bit, um, a lot bit, if I'm going to be honest. But then personally, it feels a little bit more settled. And the way that I was viewing uh, ascension, the way that it was, I hate that word too. We need new words for things because sometimes I say them. And I cringe at those words because of uh, like certain communities that make it like love and light, and I can't, I can't with that. But kind uh, of getting higher levels of consciousness—that's that makes me feel better. Achieving these higher—not achieving. Asc- there's no other word. Ascending to these uh, higher consciousnesses—it uh, feels kind of like. A ripple effect so at first it feels like on a personal level and then the next stage feels like on a uh bi level so with another person one other person that's where the twos come into play and then beyond that it feels like then it starts to be a group of people and then kind of four i don't know why i'm going and i don't really know numerology anyway this is just what it looks like Four is kind of, we're creating that on a societal level. And then five is like the actual pivot of living differently. And so we did the one, now we're on the two with one other person. So that's why it's going to feel collectively chaotic, but maybe a little bit more settled personally. So we're still gonna have challenges obviously, but they're gonna be a little bit different and they're gonna be uh, a little bit easier because we're gonna not gonna take things so personally. So if we hadn't have done that inner work, trying to do something with someone else or a group of people, isn't gonna work because we're still going to be projecting our bullshit on each other. Blah blah blah. That we have to do the inner healing to then uh, create effectively. I don't like these words. They sound like masculine to create. Just to create with another person in a more cohesive way so on a personal level this is going to show up in all of these ways uh one of these ways maybe none of these ways maybe uh you're not a part of this group and what I mean by that is people just kind of go in ripple effects you know those it's like those stupid songs like row 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 your boat that go in rounds you know how it like goes in rounds but it's still also in a circle. That's what it feels like groups of people and our own ascension feels like we're just like lapping and in front of each other. So while some of us will be in this group of working on uh, twos personally, maybe other people who woke up a little bit later, you know, started the round on a different rotation. They'll be doing inner two work a little bit later. So I just want if in, this doesn't apply like it doesn't matter number one, it doesn't matter. number two, don't worry, we're all catching every round that's why it's in rounds. We'll all catch it so how these could show up personally um they showed me all of the twos in the minor uh minor arcana, so two of wands this could be definitely showing in business partnerships. So you will be uh, stepping more into working with other people on your passions. Um, So you'll now be working out, you know, how do I do business partnerships without projecting, making this something we both love to do, uh, not making this, extremely capitalistic to where we're so burned out, we don't do it anymore. So those will be the lessons of like the two of wands that we'll be learning. Also stepping into more alignment uh, with your divine blueprint, really taking that initiative to uh, do what you're meant to do here, you'll find a hard pivot on your vocation. I don't really wanna say work because you'll go from a work atmosphere to more of a vocation what you love to do, but you will be energetically and monetarily compensated for that uh, because that's more in alignment with what you'll be doing. You'll be gearing more towards that. So other ways. So two of cups, this will be showed in conscious relationships. So if you've done a lot of alone time this past while uh, you could be finding yourself. Now it's time to, uh, have conscious relationships, maybe not even be alone. Maybe you've done some, uh, uh, flim flamming. If you, you get what I'm saying. If you've, if you've had a flim flam in the past two years where you've been on and off, on and off, on and off, blah, 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 And you've been trying to figure that out. You might now find yourself in a conscious relationship where you're learning how to be, uh, yourself, but, working on secure attachment. Okay. So some people are and the reason why I say this in rounds because some people have already started that and maybe they're starting on the business part in 222 like that's the round they're catching the business round uh in February. So all of these things again all of them, some of them, none of them—it doesn't matter. But there's a big group that will find themselves trying to create that conscious relationship with one other person. Um, and not so two of pentacles. That is the one I was talking about a lot with me. Um, the ba- balance in your body and balance with the environment. So we'll still see things this is a little bit where it could show up collectively too, but that's kind of with the balance and justice type situation of um, maybe global warming or environmental things that we'll see kind of trying to get back into balance, but also balance in your body. So if you're not listening to it, um, so that's a round, I caught the body round a little bit earlier or later, you know, how time works. So I've been working on the two of pinnacles balance in the body system. Uh, that's kind of the, I, that's the round that I caught first. So that'll be another way. Uh, I still obviously struggle with it because yesterday I tried to push myself to do this podcast when number one, I wasn't ready to, because I haven't really, didn't have it all really exactly panned out the way that I wanted to say it. And then number two, Uh, I was exhausted and I had a headache and I was trying to do it. I was trying to tell people to have balance when I wasn't listening and trying to balance my own self. So another way this is intuitive eating. Now, again, I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a doctor. However, I will say that I do have a minor in nutrition. And I also did a year and a half functional medicine program after my bachelor's. So I'm not a dietitian, but I feel like I do have probably a little bit more knowledge than the average person on nutrition. So that being said, I have literally studied every diet, number one. Number two, I have tried everything and not just diet like lifestyle. So trying to feel better, like autoimmune, blah, 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 all of those things. And if you're drawn to those certain diets, um, try it there is not one way to eat for one person. And it took me a, you know, 20 plus years to figure that out. And intuitive eating for me personally is the only way that I got my body back into balance health-wise and uh, just mentally, honestly. Because, and it doesn't make sense that people will be like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. And it's so very strange because it's one of the things that we don't recognize that people are different. You know, we we will. We, it's obviously recognizable that people have different hair colors, different skin colors, different eye colors, different personality traits. Uh, all of those different things. But then we look at diet and we're like, everybody should or should not do this. And it, it's very strange to me. And it usually goes in. Waves like, it'll be gluten free, and then it'll be keto, and then it'll be blah, blah, blah. And maybe that's what intuitive eating is right now. Do you know what I mean? I could be, I'm not saying that this is the way it should be. But I'm just saying that for me personally, I know that I, I will never go back on that. Because the reason why I think that intuitive eating works is it's because we're getting back in tune with our body you know, you eat something, then you feel like shit. And then you think, hmm, maybe I shouldn't eat that again. That made me feel like shit. Or that made me break out or things like that. That made me feel really weighted down. And that can go into Ayurveda and what is right for your body. And and even that, it's all different. So it you'll really be pushed if you're not someone who listens to your body physically. Obviously, if you're an earth sign, you probably don't have this problem, but me as an, like, you know, prominently air and fire, uh, you know, that's a, it's hard to get in tune with your body. So, and then, <clears throat> so lastly, the two of swords, you going to see uh, people maybe for the first time, probably not if you're listening to this. If you're listening to this, you've already thought about consciousness and and dualism and all of those things, Uh, but you might start noticing the people around you, maybe like your parents, your siblings, your cousins, your aunts, uh, friends, coworkers that you never thought uh, would have conversations with you, but they're gonna be seeking you out for those conversations because they know you're a safe place for them. So, you know, dualism is, it means a few things. I first learned this word when I was in college doing a uh, study on, uh, I think it was efficacy. I don't know. That was a long time ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But that's where I first learned the term dualism. And so it can mean different things. I think it means something in a religious manner. It's probably the way I learned it because I went to Belmont, which is a Christian school in Nashville. But What it means spiritually, um, because this is a tangent sidebar, but every religion has a touch of truth in it. Um, it's just man interpreting divine knowledge. And so that can get, it's like telephone, you know, so that's every religion does have truth in it. So with dualism, it it is really just the belief that you're not just a brain in a body in this life, you have a consciousness, you have a soul, um, and it can expand and also lives outside of the body. So you're not you're not just your meat suit, is what dualism. You know that's the Brittany McAllister definition. Dualism. You're not just your meat suit, uh, and so you'll you'll notice people coming to you to talk about those different things. That was my big dramatic paper turn because I did have to write notes on this. So another things that I wanted to, uh, just talk about kind of what you might be feeling before we get to this portal again, wrapping up those personal lessons. So if you're feeling maybe this is kind of almost like, uh, finals, if that makes any sense. So if there's anything that you need to wrap up, you're probably pushing through those one after the other, and it's hard, and maybe things are coming back up to make sure that you are, um, make sure that you have healed that in all the ways that you can, uh, Mercury retrograde, you know, great and awful for that. And I, this is the kind of the reason why we're now in pairs and then it'll be groups and then it'll be, you know, collectively that we change on a large scale is so I know people use download kind of, and I've used it interchangeably as getting information, but I really, the way that I was seeing it is that getting that information from divine knowledge, you're uploading it to your system. And then when you are doing that in practice, you're downloading it into the grid, which is uh, over the entire planet earth. And it's, it's that uh, divine consciousness, that divine soul that we're growing. That's where it goes. So we're, so we're uploading the information. We're getting those uh, messages from our guides, from design divine source of knowledge. And then we're taking that into practice. So for example, like, codependence, like, you know, uh, I'm not a piece of shit, I was just told it one time, and now I know I'm a god. So right, those are uploads. And then putting those into practice, knowing you're a god manifesting your reality, uh, using those into practice, not believing that it's capitalistic, not believing in Uh, having this fear mentality. So when you're practicing the opposite of that, so abundance mentality, then you're downloading abundance into the collective grid. So that's why I see it as messages coming in as uploads and then downloading them into the grid. So, but I get confused because I know a lot of people say downloads and I think that we're meaning the same thing as upload and download. And that's fine. I'm not saying what people should call it. I'm just saying, what it looked like to me, the purpose of the definitions of upload and download versus. So with this, you might be feeling, so something that I've called it, I called it or I named it interdimensional vertigo. And the way that it feels to me and looks to me is I will go reach for a cabinet and it looks like the horizon, you know, when the heat hits pavement and it's like wavy, and shift that's what interdimensional vertigo feels like because it'll be wavy lines and then you'll almost you'll feel like disoriented um so that'll be happening a lot and that's because like first of all reality is extremely malleable and so we're so in and out of timeline changes uh that that you might be experiencing that you're not going crazy you're not hallucinating. At least I don't think you are. It, unless, again, it's affecting your health or the health of others, you know, seek help. But you're not going crazy. This is just kind of like glitches in the matrix, warps in the matrix, too. So when you see these, just kind of see it as a nod to, oh, I'm playing the game. It's kind of like a, angel numbers, like one, 111 is my Uh, You know, all the numbers are repeating, I love, but 111 really, for some reason, that one speaks to me a lot. And so it's the same thing. So just kind of treat that interdimensional vertigo as um, a signal of, hey, guess what? Don't forget, this isn't real. Uh, We're we're creating it. Okay, so the last thing that I wanted to talk about um, is free will. Versus determinism. And so I'm going to start this off. If this sends you down a spiral, then forget it. Turn it off. Your interpretation of your reality is the most important. It doesn't matter what I say. I will say that the reason why I wanted to say this is maybe some people feel like me here. So it is of my experience and the message and kind of dealing through my own life uh, and asking a bunch of people, what's your view on free will and determinism? So this is just what feels true to me that some some people have more free will than others. And so what I mean by that is it looks like it could be a few different things. Uh, Maybe you've been here so many times that you decided to choose more determinism to make it a little bit harder, kind of a harder game, so to speak. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you've come here so many times and your soul has advanced so much that you don't actually need as many lessons through determinism and you can choose every single thing in your reality. Because I do know two things. I know that I don't have complete free will on everything. uh, But when people are describing how they have free will on everything in their life, I believe them. And I know that it's true because I'll see it and I feel their truth, if that makes any sense. So I definitely know that there's people out there that have complete free will over everything. And then I know that I, there are things that are determined in my life. And there is no, I can't change it if I want to. This became really clear in July. So I had a car and um, I needed a catalytic converter because it had like 200,000 miles on it. So I knew this when I was getting my oil change and they're, they're like, you got about six weeks, right? So the very next day after I get my oil changed, my check engine light comes on and I get a vision of myself in the very next week in Oklahoma city on the side of an interstate road with broken down in my car. And so I take that as a sign. Okay. I need a new car. I've been knowing this was going to happen anyway. So I get a new car and four days later, I am in Oklahoma city and my brand new car that has never been driven by anybody. I'm the only one that's ever driven it, um, gets a flat tire and I am stuck on the side of the road on the interstate in Oklahoma city. So now this is frustrating to me because obviously when I had this vision five days, five or six days before I was like, okay, note taken. I, I, actually don't want to spend all afternoon in Oklahoma City. So I'm gonna try to work around this, right? Get a new car. Like, it doesn't make any sense that a brand new tire on a brand new car on its fourth day of driving would have a complete blowout, you know, in the exact same spot that I saw in my mind five days ago. So to me, I'm like, okay, obviously that wasn't for me to change. Now, why they give you visions to prepare you and then you can't change it, I don't know. That, that seems pretty annoying, which is kind of how I felt. But it really got me thinking on this determinism. And I also know that there are things that I can manifest so easily. I can manifest most things so easily. But then there are a few things that I cannot manifest. Like it's gunned gun to my head, you know, I'd have to hop timelines because there's no way that I can manifest it. And I know that now it is because there are certain things that have been predetermined. Now you can argue that I was the one who chose that predetermination before I got here because it def, like, I definitely think that. So, but my avatar self doesn't have free will when it comes to certain things. And I have now come to peace with that. But sometimes when I would hear uh, people who do have complete free will telling others that they also have complete free will can be really frustrating. Now, if you're someone who does have complete free will and you didn't know that until someone else told you that, that's fucking amazing and liberating and like, That's why we need those people. But if you're someone who doesn't experience complete free will, that can make you feel like you're stupid. You're not doing it right. um, You're not uh, magic enough. Like everybody's got it figured out, but you, it can feel really helpless and hopeless. And, you know, at the end of the day, maybe that has nothing to do with it. So I want to implore you to look into your own self about how what feels true to you about free will versus determinism. And the whole point of this is, is if you're listening to anything, reading anything that makes you feel hopeless about your life and shitty, that's not for you because that's not, not what this life is about. It, it's about finding that information that resonates for you so that you can live the, the happiest life From your perspective. That's what we're all trying to do here. Because we need every single perspective. That's how our soul consciousness grows. If we all have the same perspective. We don't really grow very far. Because we're all in an echo chamber. Agreeing with each other. We're not actually expanding our ideas. Because nobody has any counter. You know there's no devil's advocate. There's no hey this actually might be a better idea. You know that's how we evolve as people and as a species and how we will, you know, get to personal happiness, which then leads to not happiness. I want personal peace because having a state of happiness all the time, isn't really attainable. In my opinion, we didn't come here to be happy all the time. We came here to feel the range of emotions. Now what we can strive to be is be uh, as peaceful as possible. You can be sad, but still be peaceful. You can be, you know, different things, but still be peaceful on the inside. Being sad is just emotion that you're expressing. Being peaceful is a resting state that we wanna try to get at to, uh, so we're not having that suffering. So we're not in eternal pain that's gripping us for lifetimes. So anyway, I love you guys. I hope you thought this was helpful. Um, If you like spiritual stuff, again, uh, listen to Astro Chat because we talk about this and many, many, many other things. And we have amazing people on who also have different perspectives. And I love that. I love that about us. Um, All right, guys. I love you.